Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Brendan Nunez coming up later this hour. Matt George closing out Batty Thursday yeah. uh, in the final hour. Plus, we got tickets to see uh, the Sacramento Kings in Toronto coming up in that final hour of the show as well. Oh, and real quick, want to talk to Filthy McNasty real quick. He talks about Jerry Rice, Ronnie Light, Michael Trabtree. All went from the Niners to the Raiders as well, free agents. Those were they were never traded to the Raiders. The trade would never happen. Okay, just, just clear the air there, huh? Just asking. I just brought because Trey Lance might be out there. Um, are you? How much do you believe in the Sacramento Kings team? How much do you think what I, we're what we're seeing is is like this? This I is the think team. There, I think like them being in fourth place in the Western Conference Finals. Like I wouldn't get too comfortable with that. Mm. I mean, in the Western Conference, I wouldn't mm. be too comfortable with that. But um, come like the end of the season, um, but I'm confident that they're going to make the playoffs. I, I think that there needs to be some adjustments, you know, made and like. It's like sad because it's like we keep hearing coach talk about it. We talk about it all the time, but it is the defense. Like we've seen the offense and what the offense can do, but their defense, it has to improve. It just, yeah, it does. It has to improve. It does. I, I agree. But Sarah, what do you think about the fact that I've said, and you know, it just got done saying a little while ago, their identity is their scoring. Like the, the defense has to improve. We all get that. Who they are is a high-octane, high-scoring team. And I don't know. I don't, I'm hesitant to say it's more important than playing defense because I don't think I believe that. But you can't lose that. Like, they can't get to the point where, all right, man, we're going to play defense and we're going to play games 109-115. Like, they'll lose every time. Not- well, you have to find the happy medium, right? Like, that's what it's about. It's about finding the the special recipe, and I think, like, if anybody can help them do that, it's definitely Mike Brown because where they're lacking at really is on the defense. And you have to have the happy medium. They don't I mean, to, to compete in the playoffs. And I, in the Kings' case, to get to the playoffs. So, And I think the fourth quarter last night, the Orlando game a little bit, mm-hmm. I think that's where Kings fans and, hell, maybe even Mike Brown, are wondering like, look, there it is. Like you, you can mm-hmm. play defense. Like you're not 
the Boston Celtics. Mm -hmm. But you're also, you can't be that team that gave up 134 to uh, Thomas Bryant and Dennis Schroeder of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't, you could deal with the 37 from LeBron. He's going to do that until he decides he doesn't want to do it anymore. Russ had 21. Russ can still, you know, get to the basket and get buckets. Like, that's fine. Plus, you're fouling him on three-point attempts, which is, that's a wild strategy. But there's a there's a there's a there's a fine line between that and what we saw last night mm-hmm. in the, in the fourth quarter or what we saw uh, against Orlando and I think that's what Kings fans look at like yo there there's there there's something again it's not it's not the Celtics it's not the best defensive team in the league you're not the Milwaukee Bucks it's not Drew Holiday out there but that's also not the same team that gave up 136 to the Lakers no. without Anthony Davis they can't do it though for 48 minutes like that's not who they are they're timely they can do it in a fourth quarter. Mind you, in that Lakers game, they play defense to take the lead. Mm-hmm. Like, they can play timely defense. And I That think kicked in way too late, though. That kicked yeah. in after yes. the that kicked in after the shot stopped falling. Like, yeah. don't like don't you think that that should be a game where you see the Kings just like kind of demolish a team and you're and you're proud about like what you can do? Yeah. Like I just feel like I, at least like I mean the, the final score definitely didn't indicate how the whole game went. You guys saw the game. It was mm-hmm. way too close. Like you want to have a healthy lead, you know, throughout the game against a team like that. I know you that their record the Rockets, doesn't right? complement their roster. And I know that, you know, they play, you know, they're, they're physical, they're young, they're athletic, but it's still a team where you're talking about being fourth place in the West. You want to have a healthier lead throughout that game. Yeah. Well, yeah. they got another chance on uh Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, they got another. Yeah, chance and I think that it's a chance for them to correct those things. And I think that's like everybody talks about, oh, you know, with the new COVID type schedule with playing teams back to back like that, how it changes things. And I just think you just learned about a team a little bit better, mm-hmm. honestly. And it goes both sides. Like, I don't think it really matters necessarily. I just think like it gives you the opportunity to learn a little bit more. Yeah. And correct well, those things, those mismatches or. You know, I think I think the Kings are making are going to be uh, in the top six. I think so too. I think they're going to be in the top. I, think six. I, don't, I don't think it's going to be a play-in situation for them. No, I think they're making the playoffs. This is actually crazy. Crazy, crazy. It is kind of. Can you can you imagine like I, I'm the moment that it happens. <laughs> I like I'm not city, even. I'm, I don't know the city can handle it. I mean, the moment the they, they clinch. clinch a playoff spot, that is going to be nuts. That's it's gonna, gonna that's gonna be the that's gonna be the biggest party this city's ever seen. Yeah, that's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. Fireworks lit. There's gonna people are gonna start installing beams in the top of their <laughs> houses. Like it's it's gonna be crazy. I'm surprised I, we I think, haven't seen. I think it's gonna happen. I'm surprised we haven't seen more homemade beams pop up. Like right. hey, hey, how do solar company? How ACR Solar and Roof? <laughs> how do I get this beam put on the top of my house? I think I might make one in, in my house. Well, you you've idea. got the compound for it. Like there's enough room it's for got it. A regular house. You could not. Uh, huh? You could shoot a beam. You got many Golden One Center allegedly <laughs> in in the it back. Allegedly, it is little G One C. Well, some said it was little mini crypto, but See, those people. I hate the media. I really do. I hate the media. What's popping off this weekend, Sarah? What's it look like over at CBS Thirteen? So, um, you know, the 49ers all obviously taking on the Seahawks. And I was thinking about going to that game. It's either I go to this mm. game or the next one. Mm. I think I may game. sit this one out. I think I may just anchor and sit back because it's supposed to be like 15 mile per hour winds and yeah. like not to be like selfish, but like I'd rather <laughs> go to a game where it's like 
comfortable and Ooh, nice outside and I'm not doing like a stand-up like <laughs> going live and I look like crazy like all just catch me in studio guys catch okay. me in studio okay uh, Jake Gaden will be out there and Andrew Hobner they'll they'll be out there uh bringing us the latest Sarah, interviews Sarah sent the rookies out there <laughs> Sarah sent the, sent the rookies out there she, she's like send the, send the kids to do this one I ain't I it's not even like that. Like also, like I just don't want to drive. Yeah, I'm the old lady. I don't even want to drive in that. Like no, that, no, like no. it gives me anxiety even thinking because I I may have to drive alone because one of us has to come back and anchor. Mm. So I'm like, I'm cool. Are you gonna be at the Kings game on Friday? Hopefully, yeah. yeah. At least for the first half yeah. of the game. If I have the anchor, all I I leave during halftime. Mm-hmm. So Please. if they get if I get a photog, what I do is I stay the whole game. Sometimes they'll give me a photog for only my live hits in the to to go live in our early shows, and then I come back and anchor the late. So it just like kind of depends like what kind of staff we have that day. Got to follow Sarah on TikTok. She's she's stepping up her TikTok 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 game. Did you see that? TikToks are popping. I didn't see it on TikTok. I saw it on Instagram, but and that's how it works. And I'm not gonna post all of my stuff from TikTok on Instagram because like honestly, like I just don't even want to flood my Instagram like that. Like TikToks are for just like. Flooding, not Instagram. I feel I don't know. You I'm put just it like, on your I'm stories. You put huh? on your stories. Yeah, my stories, sure, but I'm not gonna post them like on my reels. So you have to go follow me on TikTok. If you got to, see. I gotta create one. Got I don't to have a TikTok. Yes, you do. Sarah talks TikTok. I, I have tagged. I have tagged some version of tagging? IMK Diddy and TikToks in the past. Who are you tagging? Oh Lord! Actually, I, I, oh no, I take that back. I do have a TikTok. I forgot all about it. Yeah, you so do. Just now he's yeah. just got to retrieve the password. Do you know off. you can literally find anything in the world on TikTok? So I was baking the other day, and you know you need like softened butter, but I just took it out of the refrigerator. It was a hard like square piece. TikTok. How to soften butter, like that you get out of the fridge. Mm. Do you guys want to know how? how? Well, obviously, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> a cheese grater, and you just grade the the stick of butter. <laughs> That's cheese tremendous. Grater, you grade the stick of butter. Wow. All, That's these, all these videos on TikTok on it. I'm like, wow. I'm old as hell, okay? Like, I am so old that, like, this has been going on forever, and I've been depriving myself of such a great platform because I just thought I was old and, like, wouldn't understand or get it. So I was like, that's a tough platform. There's no lie. It ain't There's about being old. That's a tough. On, there is a lot happening on TikTok. Like that's, to that's like a, edit some of my videos. Like I've had to like literally teach myself and I edit for a living. And I had to sit there and like teach myself for an hour. Like I, you know, I probably understand a little faster than normal people, but it was still kind of hard. Yeah. I'm normal people because it takes me like, what is, I, I usually give up. Just forget it. Just forget it. I hate this. I am logged Walk out, away from it. We'll log back in. I'm trying. I don't have the right password. You're, you're, you're going to log back in and say you've been tagged in 47 videos. Uh, Just start a new in. one. Or you can I do that. I might as well start a new one. I, I don't have no posts on this one. Yeah, right. start a new one. And then you got to get on TikTok. It's where it's at. You search like all the new. I learned all these makeup trends, y'all. It is insane. It's honestly taking up my life. Like it's oh. sickening. You doing any dances on there? Like the TikTok challenges? I did like some with my nieces, like way back when I first started TikTok, but before I got into it, she was showing me. And I, so I did a few dances with them and like family members. But um, recently I started doing 
um, some other videos of just, I should have done one today. I lost my husband's wedding ring. Oh, what the, what? For like, for like a month it was lost and it was because of me and it was just funny. And well, like, did you find so, it? Like, is it found? I found it today. So crazy story. Like we went into the car with my friend my friend came and picked us up and we jumped in the car and i put his wedding ring on my thumb because i was like i just grabbed both of our rings when i left and then we're like 10 minutes into the drive and i was like did i give you your ring he's like no so i lost it in the car okay so i knew it was probably in there but i was like did i drop it before i got in i looked at my security cameras to see if anybody came by and like picked up the ring nobody did i was like lord and then today, it was like the first day it stopped raining and for however long. So I was like, let me look through your car. And I found it. Thank no no you, crazy story. The, fu- the but... funny thing is you just low-key blew everyone's mind with that story. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sarah Hodges, CBS 13. We appreciate you Seat's so taken. much. We'll be back. Uh, Brandon Nunez, we go from one baddie to another. Hey. The heartbreak kid. Brandon Nunez joins us next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey continues streaming live on the odyssey app live on the odyssey app live on twitch.tv slash espn 1320 youtube.com slash espn 1320 you can watch us on twitter you can watch us on facebook live as well wherever you're watching or listening we appreciate you so much for being with us we appreciate sarah hodges cbs 13 who just wrapped up with us and we welcome in the heartbreak kid uh brendan nunez of the king's beat podcast and the king's pulse podcast 
uh, as well. Always great to have Brendan in here. Uh, B, I want to start with something specific. You uh, asked Trey Lyles a really good question last night about uh, coaching. And there, there seems to be this like clear emphasis on rebounding that a lot of guys brought up yesterday. I know Keegan Murray uh, brought it up today. What were your, what was your, your, your takeaway from that brief conversation with uh, Trey Lyles last night? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. Always, oh, always happy to join y'all. Um, Trey's been rebounding the ball like crazy recently, and it seems to be like there was at some point a flip that switched where he just decided that he was going to do that more consistently. You know, it seemed like an effort thing. It seemed like there was some change. Um, over the last 10 games, he's second on the team in rebounding. Obviously, Domas far and away, number one, 12.7, but second is Trey with six a game, and he's playing 18 minutes a night. Um, so I kind of asked him if there was any sort of moment that did click for him where he should try to do that more often or if it was coached up for him at all and he said that coach Mike Brown called him out in front of the team that uh he should be a better defensive rebounder and that's exactly what we've seen happening and then asked coach about it when coach came out afterwards and he said that you know Trey's always been a really good offensive rebounder and if you could put all that effort in to go rebound offensively I need you to keep that same energy on the defensive end Trey's been doing that I I think that he was phenomenal last night obviously 15 and 6 in that fourth quarter alone Um, but he's been he's been big for them recently and I think him emerging if he can kind of keep a consistent role would be big for this team because there's been stretches where there's really only seven guys it feels as you feels like you can rely on and then that eighth one is kind of up in the air between TD Trey KZ and, and some other guys they played with. But if, if Trey can continue to solidify himself and, and play like he's been recently, I, I think that just helps the depth of this team even more. Yeah, I agree, man, um, especially when you get in a situation where, and we saw it a little bit in the last couple of games where they're playing him and Metsu out there. I mean, that just spreads the floor like crazy. That's going to get some – they're going to get a wide-open shot, it seems, every time on the offensive end with guys that can spread the floor like that. you got to worry about what happens on the defensive end. But it seems like uh, Mike Brown has just made it clear the emphasis for what he wants these guys off the bench to be able to do to be able to get consistent minutes is rebound. You know, everybody, Terrence Davis was out there rebounding. Metsu came back and rebounding. Trey Laos. Do you see the same thing as like that is, I don't want to rank it like number one priority, but that's very high on the list of priorities for Mike Brown to see consistent minutes is the rebound. For sure. These last two defense player of the game chains, Trey Lyles and then Shemezi Metsu, one of the things they mentioned when kind of explaining that is defensive rebounding. And I, I think it's just putting a period on a possession, you know, like Domas is really good positionally. I think he's impressed me uh, more than what I would have expected defensively, give, given his, you know, a little bit smaller size for traditional centers. He doesn't have the length to typically block shots, but he, he's there in the right spot. But the best thing he does defensively is probably just rebound. Because if you're going to be a team that's bottom 10, in defensive rating you certainly don't want to have to try to defend two different possessions on one trip down the floor Mm. by letting a team get an opposing offensive rebound so that's something they've been really good at throughout the course of this year I haven't checked throughout the last couple games but not long ago they were the best team in the league in defensive rebounding percentage so I, I think it's just all about putting that period on a defensive possession if you're going to have one of your successful runs on that end and actually can get a stop you got to make sure to end it that way. So there's definitely a big emphasis on doing that. Along the same lines, you and I talked pretty extensively Saturday night about Mike Brown's uh, remarks about Keegan Murray, his very public remarks about Keegan Murray not getting 
any rebounds. And since then, uh, Keegan has responded. And it seems Mike is just yeah, – I think Keegan's the only guy he, he did it publicly to. But it seems uh, Mike is just challenging these guys just across the board uh, to do simple things better. And obviously, in these guys' case, it's rebounding. And it's things they're more than capable of doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not like these are big asks. It's, hey, just put a little bit more effort and make sure this is at the front of your mind that you're boxing a guy out and making sure you're going and securing that. Like, Keegan was a really good rebounder throughout the course of college. We haven't really seen that much in the NBA. I think the it looks like to me that the physicality has kind of been an adjustment, and you see that most glaringly with his finishing, right? Coach has gotten on him about just dunk it on someone like what's with all this double clutching and everything. It looks like he's just kind of overthinking the finishing a little bit. And to me, that has to do with the physicality that also somewhat translates to the rebounding, but HB has had some underwhelming nights rebounding. I I thought it's kind of surprising. Like coach did mention HB after he had called out Keegan, but I think the HB has been on a similar level rebounding with Keegan. Um, But there's improvement after he got zero coach said he went up to him. He told us about this yesterday in post game. He went up to him the game after I was like, Hey Keegan, how many rebounds you get? And coach said he was about to get on him about only getting four, but Keegan's response was more than zero. And coach was like, well, I can't say anything from there. And then he got six tonight uh, or six last night. So a little bit of improvement here and there Coach is hoping he can get five, six a night from Keegan. I'm sure you would hope the same for HB. And then you got the best rebounder in the league in Domas. So I think it's just about doing all of these little things. Like you're not asking a lot, but if you can make sure to clean up all of these details, win the margins, win the possession battle, that that's how you can try to scrape away with as many games as possible. Yeah. I, I, I look at, sometimes I look at the, the rebounding situation and I wonder if the fact that you have the leading rebounder in the game playing alongside of you he gobbles up some of the rebounds that maybe might be there for you but Keegan Murray showed last night and others have showed hey you can still get five six rebounds if you just kind of stay locked in on it and keep that focus for sure and I, I think that cleaning up the possessions prior to that is the next focus here like making sure that you don't have to do it twice is why the defensive rebound is so important but just Cleaning up their defense is for sure where this team, I, I think the the X factor on how far they're going to go because we all know what they are offensively. One of the best offenses in the league. There's more nights than I expected, to be honest, where they're not shooting the ball great, but they're still one of the best offenses in the league. This team is going to go as far as their defense can take them. Mm-hmm. And there's some nights where that looks like it could be you're giving somebody a tough time in the first round. There's other nights where I'm like, shoot, what is what does a playing game look like? <laughs> What what do you how do you feel about like last night's game for example and that you know you're you know it's one of those it's a ten win team that you're playing the Kings kind of got you on the edge of your seat for three quarters and then you know the the, the fourth quarter winds up going uh, the way that it goes they did ramp up their defensive intensity they scored forty one points in the process which didn't hurt but you could see some changes on on defense what do you like what's your feeling on kind of the the switch flipping, like they're not going to play defense for 48 minutes. Uh, I'd argue, you know, we were talking about this a minute ago. I did argue, Kenny and I did, that they they did flip the switch against the Lakers. They just flipped it way too late. Hmm. And they had they had to use all that energy to fight themselves back into the game. What do you think about these, like, spurts of defense that they've been playing? It's definitely frustrating. And I think that Mike Brown would say the same and is, has kind of expressed the same that, like, if anything, you're showing that you are capable of being a good defensive team. 
So why not do it consistently? Like, I, I think it's unrealistic to expect anybody to do anything for 48 minutes, right? Sometimes you're going to have ups and downs, but give me 35, right? Not, not half the game. And I, I think just locking in a little bit more often to the point where if you do that in the third quarter, then you get to relax a little in the fourth and, and not completely take your fo- foot off the gas um, and relax to the point where you're letting them get back in it or anything, but you could kind of let the reserves try to take care of that a little bit. So it was frustrating, but you can't help but feel at very least satisfied that you came away with a win, especially after that closing quarter. I mean, outscoring them 41 to 20 is really impressive. And I think that they did a solid job protecting the rim. You know, Houston, especially in that second, third quarter, we're hitting a lot of threes. And I think it's guys that you're okay with shooting threes. Like KJ Martin uh, was hitting them. I think Jalen green was really getting a lot of shots up. So when some of his threes start to go down, you don't want to overreact too much. Mm -hmm. And they clearly are okay with giving up threes specifically in this matchup, because Houston's one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league, as long as they're protecting the paint. So there was some aspect of Houston was just hitting shots that they were okay with giving up, but you definitely need to see it more consistent. Like, I don't know that I had any big takeaways from yesterday's game, you know, still kind of walking away with the same concerns, but also, you know, that those same strengths still exist. Hey, what did you think about uh, Terrence Davis starting in place of Kevin Herter, who was out with a non COVID illness yesterday? Do, are you surprised they, they kind of went that direction? I know the common thought is um, they want to keep Malik coming off the bench, but I mean, Terrence Davis can't even, getting your rotation and now he's going to be starting playing 19 minutes are you surprised it's pretty on that? brand for mike brown though <laughs> it <laughs> is true are you surprised you went that route or like you said is it on brand and that's just how things go i think it's surprising um just from like outsider point of view right but to your guys's point like this is on brand you know like knowing how mike brand has dealt with this situation in the past and knowing that he likes to keep Malik coming off the bench, that like that he said before, that's a luxury. And Mike doesn't really care who starts. I think he's trying to just sort of keep his rotations, but he makes it very clear he doesn't really care that much about starters. It's about who's closing games and halves. And he was like, if TD's not going to be that guy, then then Malik will be the one in there. So I, I don't think that he puts too much stock into that. And I think it's just trying to keep some continuity with that second unit. He could keep his rotations for the most part, the same. If he takes somebody that's just kind of on the edge of it and, and puts them in the starting lineup. Right. Um, it, it is a different way to go about things. And I feel like I've seen other coaches do it, but this isn't the first time we saw uh, coach Brown do it. So I was kind of expecting TD to slot in and I, I thought he did. Okay. He still had a couple of his like erratic moments that I think TD is just going to have, but filled his role in, in the minutes that they needed him to, I felt like. Yeah, I thought he corrected him pretty quick. I th- and I think that's actually one of the great attributes about Terrence Davis is he- he's going to have those moments, and they're usually on the defensive end. Uh, but he can be corrected pretty quickly, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to bust his ass out there. I actually Absolutely. did think, as much as I love Terrence Davis, and I didn't think about it till James brought it up, I thought when they might go Davion. Mm-hmm. I thought they might put Davion in that, and, the, and James mentioned why. Like it's a fast team; they're 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 young. They're probably right. going to run the entire game. I was like, yeah, that actually makes sense. And I was happy again. It's it was it was almost like a vote of confidence. Like, hey, things are tough right now, but I believe you can be better. I believe there are things you can do better. Where without one of our key pieces tonight, we expect you to step in and fill that role. And I think that's one of the great. We talk about Mike Brown pressing the right buttons, and maybe he's had a couple of missteps along the way, but he's. He's kept this team. This seems to be a really tight knit team. He has kept them all 
tight and close yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he just speaks to the importance of like even guys that maybe have been outside of the rotation and he hasn't loved the things that he's seen from them and excuse me, their recent opportunities during games that you, you got to get them in there every once in a while just to keep people engaged throughout yeah. the course of practice. It's a long season. And I think the chemistry among this group, the communication seemingly from what we could tell between the coaching staff and the players, I think Terrence Davis is one of the best examples, uh, just how coachable he is and willing to hear that knowing it's coming from a good place with coach Brown, rest of the coaching staff, what we've seen with Trey Lyles, Trey was one of the guys I thought that maybe could slot into that starting lineup, but obviously went with TD. Trey was the one that ended up closing that game though. Um, so yeah, for sure. I think that the coaching staff has done a great job, like making a connection with these players and you can really feel like that this feels like a team. I don't know about you yeah. guys, but last year it felt like guys showing up to play together yeah. and this feels like a team. Yeah. And, and part of that is, is, uh, guys like Jamezi Metu and his return back to the lineup. Do you think that, how did you, let me ask you, how'd you feel about that? Like when he fell out of the rotation and they went to Holmes and Kada and everything. Did you did you was that like, uh, oh, well, that's probably what was expected or were you kinda like myself where I was like, I don't know why that happened. They need to get Metsu back in there. And, you know, he comes back and he plays well in his first two games back in the rotation. How did you see that when he was out of the rotation? And do you think everything is kind of getting back to um possibly getting back to how it was at the beginning of the season with somebody like him in the rotation? I think when he fell out, I kind of understood um, the, whole, the whole issue there is like, what is the better option? Right. And we came to realize that there really isn't one. But I think Mezzi does have his shortcomings. Like he he was good in that. Was it was it the Lakers game prior to this Rockets one? They, mm-hmm. they get a little jumbled up for me. Five but for five. In this Rockets one. Yeah, there you go. In, in this Rockets one, though, the it was you, you saw some of the shortcomings of Metsu in my mind. He played eight minutes and had four fouls. And Mm -hmm. fouls is a big thing that coaches highlighted for this backup five that you can't be racking up fouls and getting the other team even closer to the bonus. Mm -hmm. Um, So after his defense player of the game performance, and then you come out and have this one, like I I think that that's kind of where Metsu leaves a little bit more to be desired. But when it comes down to it, like he has a strength that this roster is good at using. I think that him and Malik Monk have a good chemistry in that second unit. Mm-hmm. I think the vertical spacing that Mezzi provides and and you're allowed to get out and transition a little bit more because Metsu playing at the five means you're a little bit smaller, but you got more speed and athleticism. So I thought I, I understood a little bit why he fell out of the rotation, but it definitely became clear after trying Holmes, trying Kata, you even tried Len a little bit mm-hmm. that Metsu had been your best option and it was time to go back to it. I jumped out of my chair when Casey Akpala shot a three last night. He <laughs> shot two of them, but one of them was so – it was just like one of those moments where he caught it and no one's around him. Yeah. And, like, the anticipation in the crowd built. Like, is he really going to shoot this three? And he shot it. He he made one, yeah. that, but the one I'm talking about, he missed. It, it's funny you say that because there was a time in the fourth quarter when Malik Monk had the ball, and it was kind of a – they got the Rockets in a scramble situation. He had the ball – and he pump faked, went baseline, came back towards the middle, and the next pass will be, oh, KZ's open. And he went and was about to make that pass. Oh, that's KZ. Cross court to Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. That's tremendous. That's tremendous. After he made the first, the second one was like he was feeling himself a little bit. <laughs> heat check. Right. <laughs> it was a heat check. 
Hey, we have uh, Domas pegged at sixty straight double doubles. Yeah. You want you Locking want in, in on this? That's that's one Whew. for the rest of the season. He'll we we've determined it's not the, the actual record uh, isn't fifty three. Kevin Love has fifty three and fifty three straight double doubles in the two thousand ten two thousand eleven season. The real record is some absurd crap from it's Wilt like Chamberlain, sixty seven or something. We've decided it's Kevin Love, <laughs> and 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 Domas should go break the modern double double record. And it, like we would, I would just one, I would be shocked if he doesn't get a double double every night, and just stunningly surprised because it feels like in most games he's at minimum halfway there by the end of the first quarter. Hmm. Yeah, his stat lines at the end of the first always blow my mind. Like, it's like nine, six, and five right. at the end of every first quarter. And I'm like, what is this? And it's just so casual for this guy. 31 double doubles on the year in 39 games played. Mm. Um, leading rebounder in the league, unless that's changed as of recently, but I believe he's still there. Yeah. Um, the points are going to be there. He was one assist short of a triple double last night. James has, has better numbers, uh, but. There's been a lot of nights tonight where he's or nights throughout the course of this year that he's gotten real close to a triple double, but not quite gotten it. Maybe could have kept him in there for a little while longer to let him get that one more. But I mean, he just does it consistently, man. And it it looks so casual. You know, I think some of the guys have said this, uh, some of the guys on the coaching staff and on the roster as well is that like you just expect it at this point mm -hmm. and i think that's a sign of a great player right is just how consistently you can do it and he does it every single night and it's just you you almost become used to it and that's just everything that you could ask for he's so consistent on the offensive end he gets it done defensively the only way he doesn't get a triple double is if he gets in foul trouble or a double double is if he gets in foul trouble mm -hmm. and we've seen that happening less um outside of a few games here and there as the year has gone on so I mean, he he's everything that that you could have hoped for. Hey, uh, he's better than I thought he was. Like I already and I already thought he was good. I already recognized him as an All Star player, and he is better than I anticipated him being. And it also coincides with, you know, his age. Like he's twenty six years old. Like this is he's entering the prime of his career, and he's playing the best basketball I think he's ever played in his career. Hundred percent should be an All Star. Yeah. If he's not an all-star, I don't really know what we're doing. Right. It's been a, a a discussion in the chatty house. Can you clear this up, Brandon? Who's the cutout uh, behind you? That's Buddy. <laughs> it's Jam it? No, it's Jamias oh, Ramsey. Yeah. I think Kenny thought it was Buddy last time too. No, I did. It was it was me, <laughs> okay. and that's how I knew it was Jamias, like or, or Jamias, if you will. Jamias. Jamias. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I saw that was a, a, a discussion happening in the chat house. That is, in fact, not a Buddy Heald cutout behind him. It's a <laughs> Jemias Ramsey. Hey, hey, uh, Brendan, do the Kings actually get this done? Now, let me tell you what I'm talking about. Post they get five games over 500. <laughs> Does it happen tomorrow? Will I be playing the Jim Lampley on Monday? It happened. It happened. Well, it would be Tuesday, and oh, they would Tuesday. actually hopefully be two games uh, over that number because they play right. Sunday. Do they do it? I mean, this is they, they've been uh, allergic to getting five games over 500 for so long. I, I think it actually happens this time. I'm going to say they do, but I will say anytime somebody asks me how I think any game is going to go throughout the course of this year, I just always say I think they're good enough on offense to win any game. 
but they're bad enough on defense to lose any game. Mm. So I really know, never know how to feel going into a night. Mm. Um, they were good on that second game that they played against Denver. The last time they had a homestand like this where they played a team two games in a row, they were a lot better in that second game. I think that Mike Brown has shown he's a, he's a coach that's really good at making adjustments mm -hmm. and the rest of the coaching staff as well. So I'm going to say yes. Um, I don't feel super confident hey, about it, though, hey, I will say. Here's here's the thing, though, Brennan, and I, I've been saying it for a long time. Me and Damian, we went over it a little bit. I, I know it does not feel comfortable to say these things. It doesn't feel comfortable because we all want them to be a better defensive team. Their superpower is their offense. They they score literally better than anybody team in any other team in the league at almost 120 points a game. And that, I don't want to say that should be the focus, but hey, let's do what we do on the offensive end. Because if we get to 120 like we typically do, the numbers show they're 16 and two when they score 120 points or more. When we do that, these other teams can't keep up. And I know it does not feel comfortable. I get it. I understand. I want them to play better defense too. Their superpower is what they do on offense. And I think that's how they go into these games. If they score, the odds are these other teams aren't going to be able to keep up. They've scored 135-plus in each of these last three games. They mm -hmm. dropped one of them. Um, but I think of the 21-22 Atlanta Hawks. They were second in offensive rating, 26th in defensive rating. That team got knocked out by Miami 1-4 in the first round of the playoffs. And, like, I, I think from the Kings' point of view, that's somewhat of a successful season, right? Not even mm -hmm. somewhat. Like, if you're talking about – based on what we were expecting at the beginning of the year, I would totally call that a successful season. But they have a superpower. They just have a very clear kryptonite as well that they have got to clean up because the defense, like, you really can't lose any game. And, like, if you're going into a play-in, for example, Kenny, do you feel confident that they will be able to lock in enough? Because the offense will be there, right, at, like you're saying. But do you feel confident that they'll be able to lock in enough on defense for that game? Uh, Yes. They're the also the, not going once to again, the number, I, this is all I'm going to say. The numbers bear it out. When they score, when they play a Kings game, they rarely, if ever, lose. I know it doesn't feel good. 16-2 and two when they score 120 points or more. So that's, that's 18 games. That's less, a little less, a little than, less half, than half the games mm -hmm. that they've gotten to 120, which means they've won six games where they haven't. Yeah. That is uncomfortable. Yeah, which means you better. Which score. mean you got to hit your shots every night if you're a Sacramento King. Yeah. Okay. But Kenny Skinny said, "Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what do. they got to do." People are like, what you "They got to do." But uh, they uh, they got to play defense. They got no. They need no, to they, score. They, they do need to play defense. They do. I'm, but they need to score. This team will never win 105-109. They're not right. winning oh, those they games. Beat Cleveland once, 105 to 96. <laughs> it happened once. There's is historical. They're not data. winning those games. They better get up in the one twenties. Great stuff as always, Brendan. Uh, you can check Brendan out on the uh, Kings Pulse podcast, the Kings Beat podcast. Doing a great job covering the Absolutely. team this year, man. It's always great to have you on. We're back with more of D'Lo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D'Lo and KC. D'Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320. YouTube.com slash ESPN1320. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I, I had some thoughts about the 49ers. Okay. I had some thoughts. You know. 
I was only gone 40 seconds. Why do you look so serious? What happened in the 40 seconds I was gone? I was just thinking, man. I'm 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 sitting here and I'm I'm never I'm whatever however long this little run is, I'm gonna try to enjoy it. But you know, last year I would tell you straight up, I was like, I feel great about the Niners against the Cowboys. I feel great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're gonna smash the Cowboys. Packers, mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I feel yep. good. Rams, oh yeah, I feel good. Ah. Uh. You didn't feel great well, going I into felt, that Rams well, game. I felt they were you're, better. It was just playing them another yeah, time. Yeah, no, I got you. Your 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 feelings, premonitions, whatever. They were on point last this year. This one, I, I'm I'm gonna be perpetually nervous every game, and hopefully there's a bunch of games because I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. What do you mean? <laughs> what shoe? This dude, Brock Purdy, was the last pick in the draft. Yep. Has, hadn't played a game t- two months ago. He had never played a game before. Yep. And he's killing. Yep. This this can't go on. This why can't not? happen. Why not? I've never seen it before in sports. That's why. Tony Romo. Romo. Well, wasn't his rookie year. Yeah, wasn't his rookie year. <laughs> and Romo lost in the playoffs. Well, yeah, he did. I'm just. This is a bad example. I'm just sitting here. And Unless I'm, Brock Purdy's holding the field goal kick, he'll be fine. <laughs> Thank God he's not. I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I think the 49ers. You guys follow along with me. I think they're good enough to win it all. I, I left, and he was. Fun. I was literally out of this room for 40 seconds, and I come back, and you're, just, you're flustered. Thinking, you fell thinking. apart the 40 seconds. Well, I've been gone. thinking about this for the last 24 hours. Oh, but. Jeez. They're good enough to win the Super Bowl. They're talented Agreed. enough to win the Super Bowl. I agree. They have. Maybe the best roster in football. They are the hottest team in football with no 10 straight wins. I, I'm telling you right now, I'm being honest with you guys. Mm-hmm. I cannot wrap my head around coming into this studios the day after the Super Bowl with a big old grin in my face mm-hmm. saying the 49ers just won the Super Bowl. I can't oh. imagine that. Okay. I can't. Okay. Yeah. No, I get that. That was a... That's 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 you you've got you've got divisional games to win. You've got a wild card game to win this weekend. You got a, a conference championship. That's a long but it, way but away. It, but yeah, but it'd be it, it's all because of Rock Party, and not because like he's not good. It's just I'm just waiting for the well, other shoe. Well, but to see, drop. that's the thing. I don't think any shoes are dropping. I, if the forty, it's you're in the playoffs now. It's. It's a win or a loss. I don't think it's about shoes dropping or it finally caught up with him. It's just it's the playoffs. Sometimes stuff happens in the playoffs. A shoot, the, I, I you know how much I respect the Seahawks and what they did this year. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is the only game where if they lose, it's like, oh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. But from here on out, yeah, they, they got to get this first one. They gotta I I, I, I kind of feel like that. Like this would this. This would be tough. This would be disappointing. I, this it, right, I, I agree. If the okay. 49ers lose this weekend, it's disappointing. Um, I understand it's Super Bowl aspirations, and I, I feel like if there's an exit, you 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 be very proud and happy about what this team did this year because mm-hmm. it's been pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. But this week, again, with all due respect to Pete Carroll and that group, I think they've been incredible this season. I think they've been a great story this year. 
Forty. I don't think the 49ers should lose tonight. I'm getting charged up about this game. Man. As, no, it was that. It was that uh, speech we were listening to. Earlier. <laughs> yeah, play, man, the show ain't been play the same. Kirby. <laughs> the show ain't been the same since we listened to Kirby Smart speech. Uh, I'm getting charged up about this game. I just, I, wanna, I just I cussed out an account executive <laughs> trying to get my juice. They said, "How you doing?" And I just started spewing four letter words. And they <laughs> just got an email from HR, so we gotta gotta wrap up this show. And go, man. I'm hey. I want to. I want to beat the brakes off the Seahawks. Well, beat the brakes off the. It's boys. a playoff and game. Now, you need to win. And now we that's, got, well, that's all even you more than do. then, we got this stupid bomb cyclone popping off on Saturday. Who knows what that's? Well, I think bring. it's just wind and rain. I don't think it's a cyclone. Like not not. It's all, still rain. Here not we go. every like bad weather day is a bomb cyclone. Here we go. Here we go. This is how we started the season, right? Can't never get no damn clear skies. You see what happens when we got clear skies? We go to work. The reason we we started the season with the damn bomb cyclone in Illinois, it wasn't and now a, here it is back in California. Why don't they ever just give us clear skies, man? Bomb cyclone. Ken, Kenny's Kenny's really making excuses right now, trying to soften the blow. Kenny don't have faith in his team. Then I got faith in him, man. No, 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 no. Everybody no, no. knows. What would you if you were the Seahawks? Would you rather play them on a fast track or on, in a in a monsoon? Because you're the sorrier team. You'd rather play them in a monsoon. We still gonna beat them, though. Do you want to take a break? Like I'm so, <laughs> I'm so confused as to what happened. Yeah, we just came back from break, and the guy just this you could just, happen. That's it's, like, it's like something was building up in your head, and you weren't telling anyone. I'm telling, I'm telling. And you then this. the mic comes on, and I can't even get the, it's the Twitch, YouTube, nothing out. You're just like, I, I was just thinking about something. I'm thinking, Kings, Chemezi, Rashawn, Terrence. What is it? It's and, the playoffs, and I've never seen my quarterback in the playoffs. That's what has me on edge. Oh, you've never seen your court. I was like, I don't understand. Okay, you've never seen Brock Purdy in the playoffs. That's fine. You've never seen Brock Purdy I haven't even seen Brock Purdy play 10 games. Well, well, and here's the crazy thing. Okay. I think Brock is nice. Like, he could have a bad game and they lose. And I'd still be like, yo, Brock is nice, though. He can go. But all it takes is one. It's got me on edge. I, I hadn't noticed. It's got me on edge, man. It's Thursday, man. I'm calling in sick tomorrow. Gonna let oh, you. I'm going to be on one tomorrow. I'm going to tell you that right I know. Now. I'm going to be on one in a good way. See, this is what happens. I get the nervous I'm, energy I'm, out the way, and then it's going to be time to smack the hell out of the Seahawks tomorrow. He said that nervous energy. He's not confident. This the playoffs. I'm never confident. That's wild well, because the Jesse, Jesse. the Cowboys. I was definitely confident. Jesse walked in this morning and said, you know, the Boston Celtics are winning the NBA championship. Well, he said that and, last year too. And and he said I was pretty close. And it he didn't said happen. and then he said I'm talking myself into Miami winning this weekend. Now think about that. Miami is playing with like their ninth quarterback. <laughs> and they're playing with a guy who I don't even know if he's played a football game ever. And Jesse walks in all the confidence in the world. Meanwhile, You've got the best football team on the planet. Yeah. And you're in here cutting a promo on me hey. like I'm Pete Carroll. Hey, man, look, all I know is, and it, this isn't, this is just, this is real. This ain't a, this ain't a, a, a shoot. You know, it's not work. Last time I was like, I got to see what happens. I like my team. I got to see what happens. It was the Dolphins game. Beat the hell out of them. This is the thing that gives me solace about this team. They've shown up every time they've needed to in the second half of the season. They've shown up. And you got the best defense in football. And people are, you know, when you talk about, like, um, you know, the weather conditions or whatever, well, that Seahawks 
offense is going to be playing in them conditions too, and they're going up against the best defense in football. So we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Okay. Like you I said, could, you, oh. you, 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 you. I mean, I'm getting all this out the way. I'm gonna tell you tomorrow's 49er Friday. I'm gonna be charged up. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna do tomorrow. I'm gonna show you guys what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show Damien, and then I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out. But this, this how it's gonna be tomorrow. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Damien. You don't, you don't, you don't. Just be careful tomorrow, man, because it's gonna be crazy. No, I'm just gonna do the show from home. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's going on. I ain't doing four hours of this. I'm staying at home. Yeah, the, vibe, the vibes are weird right now. Yeah, I don't know what. It's me tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not coming into work tomorrow. I, I I'm doing this. Me tomorrow. I'm doing the show from home. Kenny's lost his damn mind. It's going to be on and popping tomorrow, baby. Let's go. Kenny has Let's lost go. his damn mind. <laughs> Y'all should see me bouncing around the house before a game. Oh, I believe it. I'll be like KG. I'll just be cursing. Well, oh. I don't actually like audible the words, but I, I, I lip curse the words. It'll just be like KG before the games. <laughs> Jalen Brown scored too many points last night, so he's out of tonight's game against Brooklyn with an adductor strain. Oh, Sorry. damn. Buddy, our good friend of the show, Chris Haynes, uh, reporting that there. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 